So I saw on the weekend, we've had, we've had a lot of conversations about this uh, over the past, I don't know, it's got to be two months, three months now, talking about inflation and how things are, you know, continuing to just take off and costs go up and uh, how it's going to end. We've had a number of guests come on and some say, oh, it's going to end in a recession. Others say, no, it's not going to necessarily, it might, but it may not. I mean, um, that remains to be seen, but I think it was RBC. I, I stand to be corrected here, but I think it was Royal Bank of Canada came out late last week or on the weekend uh, saying they're anticipating a recession for Canada for 2023. So hold on to your hats. We're not done yet. Also expected that we're going to see a three quarters of a percentage point hike uh, in interest rates this week when the Bank of Canada sets the new rate. That's a that's a massive jump. Typically, it's uh, a quarter of a percentage point. A half is seen as a major jump. Three quarters is uh, enormous. And uh, that's the expectation from a lot of the analysts today. So we'll have to wait and see. They're trying, as you know, to cool things off, slow down the economy. In the meantime, um, last week, we got some information talking about wages in our country. And uh, they are going up. This I found pretty interesting. The average hourly wage in Canada, what do you think it is? Sarah, what do you think the average hourly wage in the country of Canada is? The average? What does the average, like if you had to say, what's the average hourly wage? What would you guess? If I say 25, am I too high? Nope. Am I, too I'm low? low. Really? <laughs> the average is 31.24 an hour. It's way higher than I thought it would be. Yeah, me too. I was a little surprised by that. The average hourly wage uh, in Canada is $31.24. That's up 5.2% year over year. Okay, so you've seen a pretty good hike. The month before, uh, May to May was only 3.9%. So June saw it go up 5.2%. Uh, and, you know, there's all kinds of reasons for it. But let's get into that conversation about why, what's happening. We're going to chat now with Brendan Bernard, who's a senior economist at Indeed. Brendan, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we talk about that kind of an increase, 5.2% year over year. That's a pretty massive jump in wages, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pretty solid uh, gain by historical standards, but not particularly strong when compared to the rising cost right. of living. So, so when we look at things like gas, food, uh, shelter, rent prices really rising uh, in, in recent months, uh, that that five point two percent doesn't match the overall pace of inflation, but it is a, a noticeable increase. And um, it's the ingredients for wage growth in Canada have been building for for some time now got the unemployment rate at Canada-wide below 5%, the first time in record on the modern labor force survey started in the mid-70s. So uh, um, labor market's in strong shape. Uh, employers are really looking to hire across a whole just different range of sectors uh, in the economy. And so that in general um, uh, creates the conditions for a stronger wage growth. Now uh, added on to the top of that, we have the surging uh, cost of living um, and uh, and, and and it's created the uh, ingredients for Canadians' paychecks to finally start rising, though not quite uh, keeping up with their expenses. Well, that's the thing. We, you know, when we talk about the fact that okay, we're seeing a five point two percent wage increase, inflation is closer to eight percent, so it's not keeping up. But you know, Canadian Federation of Independent Business says, "Hey, we're not done." Most businesses in the country seem to at least recognize that, and they say they expect to see as much as four percent more coming before the end of the year. So it's not like we've seen this increase and it's going to slow off. It sounds like wages are con- going to continue to go up. For sure. And, and it's not just the CFIB. Uh, the Bank of Canada's business, business Outlook survey also finds um, 
expectations of about five uh, percent uh, wage increase um, going uh, uh, for 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 the year ahead. So um, expectations that pay gains remain strong. And one of the things that I think employers are thinking about is. Uh, you've got the challenges of recruiting new workers uh, when, when uh, there's lots of competition um, for uh, employees and uh, there are not as many people unemployed ready to jump in uh, for a job. But when, when there's fewer unemployed workers, what that does is it raises the stakes on hiring among job seekers who are already employed. And right. so those job seekers um, tend to be, uh, you know, a little more comfortable, not not as urgent, have, can be choosier in the types of roles um, they, they pick. But not just that. Um, when job when recruitment really uh, shifts uh, to the pool of employed job seekers, that really raises the stakes for retention. And so in recent surveys in the Bank of Canada's recent business outlook survey, they noticed that. Uh, the share of employers mentioning retaining workers as um, as a key factor uh, for why they're planning to raise rate, wages at faster rates um, uh, was a key was a key factor. Retention, retaining uh, current employees is another sort of uh, key driver of the uh, wage momentum we're seeing. And like you say, you've got uh, almost a, a perfect storm. Which you've got the rising cost of living. You've also got the extremely tight labor market. It's almost like an employer has no choice but to pay more because we're in a position now where, I mean, the retention is part of it, but even getting somebody new, you're going to have to pay more money. I mean, it's a, it's a perfect storm in a lot of ways. All, all those are, are, are coming, coming together. And then, um, and, and then for some employers, you know, it, whether, whether they're in the financial shape to offer those wage increases, you know, it, it's going to vary. So, some definitely are. Canadian profits uh, at businesses are quite strong overall, but, you know, we know that that's a headline number and there's a lot of, um, mixed details underneath that the flip side of that is for those that can't don't don't have the uh cost power or the 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 uh, the financial situation to offer higher wages is to get creative in other ways to try and um uh, uh attract candidates um some some including you know hiring less experienced candidates so we see right. um employers uh m- mentioning uh they're often willing to hire people with maybe a little less experience than they would what they would have preferred in normal times but if they have the Skills and uh, an aptitude for uh, for, for uh, learning on the job, uh, th- then those candidates um, m- might be fine in an environment where hiring is uh, tougher than usual. So, Brendan, when you take a look at this, though, the concern that I have, <laughs> okay, so you're increasing wages. That means that the company is is spending more on uh, labor, which means they're going to pass those costs on to consumers, which means prices are going to go up, which means wages. Ha- it seems to me like this is a self perpetuating cycle that we've fallen into here. Is that part of the risk? Well, I think that's one thing that the Bank of Canada definitely thinks about uh, when it's making its plans <laughs> to, to uh, uh, hike, hike uh, policy rates. Um, I think right now, when we look at inflation today across Canada, uh, m- more of the factors seem tied to um, things like energy costs and food costs, where the state of Canadian wages might not be the most uh, like um, direct input there. But there's always a chance that... Um, Going forward, as wage growth growth ramps up, um, employers start passing uh, yeah. passing those costs uh, along to customers, and we get and we get this cycle. And that's that's one of the things the banks Bank of Canada is uh, looking at when it's um, when it's uh, uh, making the plans to uh, hike rates. And then the, and then the, kind of the flip side of that is uh, th- these rate hikes uh, in many different ways can like s- slow the economy and slow the pressure um, f- from those uh, uh, that. Uh, to, to, to raise wages, but on the flip side, then 
what are the knock-on effects for the macroeconomic situation? We kind of have some uncertainty uh, around the world right now when we see like stock markets and things like that, um, uh, that, you know, it's quite possible that the economy is not on the same strong footing uh, a year from now. And so the kind of uh, the, the, the environment for wage gains um, uh, might, might be a bit fleeting. And that's uh, that, 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 and that kind of gets back to a frustration that in Canada where, just um, achieving sustainable wage growth without kind of like ha- having to uh, have the uh, without the Bank of Canada uh, ramping up um, uh, rate hikes really is going to have to come from stronger productivity growth. Uh, and we just haven't had that um, in, in recent years. And it'll be tough for wages to rise in a sustainable manner without that. Yeah. So we've got a crisis that right now needs to be dealt with and it might dealing with it might be counterproductive to what we need to do long term. It's a bit of a mess. Uh, it, it is, though, at the same time, I think we also need to picture where we were two years ago yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, put, and put that into context. Um, the Canadian labor market back in the spring of 2020 was in a depressed state that we'd really never seen before. And the, 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 the speed at which it bounced, it's bounced back since for the unemployment rate uh, to, to get below 5% for a whole other range of measures. There's some criticisms of the unemployment rate, but if you look at, for instance, like the um, uh, working age employment rate, so that's the share of 15 to 64-year-olds with the job, that's also quite uh, strong, higher than it was um, pre-pandemic. So, um, like, to, to, to get to where we are now from uh, from where things were in spring 2020, uh, it's quite, quite, a big, uh, quite, quite a big surge, and so some of the challenges, you know, when it comes to like, you know, the war in Ukraine and mm-hmm. uh, supply chains um, have been curveballs there. But I, I think it is fair uh, to say that um, by, by the end, towards the end of 2021, we could have started making some of these policy changes that were that the Bank of Canada is making right now a little earlier. And maybe um, uh, things wouldn't be uh, as hectic as they are um, in spring 2022. Yeah, I mean, it's just such an extraordinary time. Brendan, great stuff. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time.